Praise the Lord, and good afternoon to everybody out there on Facebook land. Amen. It is a blessing to be able to come before you once again on today. Amen. I'm excited about Jesus. I'm excited about what God is doing. Amen. In the midst of the body of Christ, God is doing great things. Amen. And we cannot complain because God is good, and God is good all the time. Amen. On today, again, those of you that's maybe not familiar with me that are um, tuning in for your first time. My name is Sister Coward. Amen. And I am blessed to be the First Lady of Church of God the Bible Way here in the beautiful city of Winter Haven, Florida. I am under the leadership, amen, of Apostle Coward. Amen. And I'm just grateful Amen, to be a part of what God is doing in this hour. Today, we're going to talk about a topic, a woman's place in ministry. I know a few weeks ago, we talked about the places that a woman was forbidden to walk in and to minister in. But today, we're going to talk about a woman's place, what actually is her place um, in ministry. We established a few weeks ago that a woman amen, has a powerful ministry, and that cannot be denied, but her ministry is not over the man. A woman, according to the scripture, a woman cannot be an apostle, a woman cannot be a bishop, an elder, a pastor, a co-pastor, or a prophet. She can be a prophetess, but not a prophet. A prophet is for the man. Amen. So we want to deal with today with what a woman can do and what she can be in the body of Christ. Now, first of all, I would like to say that there is so much that a woman can do. She has a ministry in her home and she has a ministry in the church. And um, if she fulfills everything that God has for her to do in her home, and if she fulfills everything that God, according to scripture, will have her to do in the church, she really would be so busy that she won't have the strength, amen, to do other things that God has not allowed her to do. She'll be too busy to want to be a pastor or an apostle or elder or a bishop because Many women can witness to that when you really minister in your home, if you really do it according to the scripture, if you are married and you minister to your husband, or if you have children and you minister to your children, amen, or if you ministering in the church, once you do all that and you have fulfilled all that, you really are too tired to do anything else. But what has happened, we have a lot of women that are walking, um, that are not walking in their ministry according to the Bible. And because they're not walking in their ministry according to the Bible, they're walking in other ministries that God has forbidden them to walk in. And any time as a woman, if you're walking in a ministry that God has forbidden you to walk in, you end up trespassing. And yes, you can trespass in ministry, meaning that you're going in areas that God has not allowed you um, to go in. And again, we have established a few weeks ago from the word of the Lord. And as we always say, anything that we say that we cannot do, we're not making it up on our own. It's not our opinion. It is the word of God. And one thing about the word of God, it doesn't matter how we feel. Amen. If we truly want to be saved, we want to be that all that God will have us to be. So we want to walk in what God will have us to walk in. It's almost like a puzzle. If you get a puzzle and you have a lot of pieces to that puzzle, 
Each one of those pieces to that puzzle has to go in the correct spot. If that piece doesn't go in the correct spot, then the puzzle will not be complete. And that's how it is in ministry. You know, we have a lot of things going on in the body of Christ. But women, as women, we have to make sure that we're fitting in that piece of that puzzle. And we're fitting in that correct spot. Because if we're not fitting in that correct spot, we won't make the ministry complete. But when we get into our spot and we know where our niche is and we know where we should be, then we can, we can totally be complete and totally be whole in that. And I think that the ministry that God has given women is so powerful um, position that he has given us to minister into our home and minister into the church is so powerful. But because we're living in an era now that it's not highlighted, highlighted, you know, for women to um, minister in their home, that's not highlighted on social media. It's not highlighted on the radio, on the TV, you know, or even the ministry in the church in the areas that God will have us those things are not highlighted so sometimes you know women feel that they're insufficient or they feel that they're not doing enough because it's not highlighted but one thing I want you to be encouraging if you're ministering in your home and you're ministering in the church that the areas that God would have you it doesn't matter about man highlighting you or how many likes you're getting on social media or how many people that are patting you on the back you gotta realize that God is biking you Amen. When you are ministering in the area that he has assigned for you to minister in, that you are that piece of that puzzle and you're right where your niche is. You're right in that area. God is biking you. Amen. And God is pleased with that. Now, even though we talked about the areas that we are forbidden to walk in as women, we want to talk about some areas according to the scripture that God has allowed us as women to minister in. Let's go to Titus, the second chapter. And I want to be reading verses 3 through 5. Titus 2, verses 3 through 5. And it reads, The aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not giving too much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women, this is our ministry, to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Now, married ladies, we do have a ministry, and our ministry first is in our home, okay, and to our children. You know, when you, the scriptures say, Love that they may teach to love their husbands. And someone say, well, I love my husband. I don't have to be taught that because if I didn't love him, I wouldn't have married him. Well, you know, I have to beg the difference with that because the scripture says that you have to be taught to love your husband. You love the fiance, okay, the person that he was before he became the husband. So you had to do a transition. You had to be taught how to love the husband. You knew how to love the fiancé, but you didn't know how to love the husband because you have to understand something. A fiancé doesn't give you the rules and he doesn't require certain things out of you that the husband does. 
Okay? So this is why you had to be taught to love the husband because the husband, he's going to set rules. Um, he's the same man, but he had to change roles. So now you have to learn how to love the husband. Love the one that give you rules. Okay? Love the one that may tell you that he don't want you to do this or you all can't do that right now or you have to wait or you can't go that certain place. That's the person that you have to learn how to love because remember the fiance didn't give you all that requirements. He's the same man, but he changed roles. So you have to learn how to love him as your husband. Amen. You have to learn to love your husband. You have to be taught to surrender and submit to the one that's now going to lead you and guide you. And when you love him, there is a ministry to your husband. When you love him, which covers the home. When you love him, you will submit to his authority. And you will allow him to have rule over you. Let's go to Ephesians 5 and 22. Ephesians 5 and 22. And I know this topic is not popular. You know, it's not a woman being in the pulpit and, and you know, ran back like a man and hiking and going forth like that. But this is our ministry. Amen. And if you, if you want God to rest upon you and you want God to be pleased with you, amen, walk in your ministry. Amen, married ladies. Your ministry is your home. Ephesians 5 and 22, it says, wives... Submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. In other words, however you submit to God, that's how God wants you to submit to your husband. So if God was to tell you, married lady, go get me a drink of water, what's your response to that? How would you respond to that? God wants you to respond. He said, why submit yourselves Unto your own husband as unto the Lord. As you're submitting to your husband, you're doing it as unto the Lord. If your husband asks you to get a drink of water, or he asks you to fix his plate, or he asks you certain things, what's your response? Are you responding to him as unto the Lord? Amen? So you have to think about that. And a lot of times, um, women have a problem in, in, in loving their husband because submitting is all about loving him. Remember the scriptures say, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's what God is saying. If you love me, keep my commandments. That's how you show your love to God when you keep his commandments. So if you love your husband, submit to him. Submit to the man. But a lot of times women have a problem in ministering to their husbands and they have a problem in submitting to their husbands because they don't submit to God. Amen. So when you learn to submit to God, that's why he say submit as unto the Lord. When you're submitted to God and you're doing everything that God say and you want to please God, you will in response do the same thing with your husband. And when you value and respect his leadership, you will allow your husband. This is all about love. This is all about ministering to your husband. When you value and respect his leadership, you will allow him to influence you. You will show your love to your husband by allowing him to influence you, by allowing him to guide you. When you love him, you'll support him. You'll support and believe in him. Let me ask you something. Loving your husband and supporting him and ministering to him. Do you know his goals in life? Do you know his visions? Do you know his dreams? 
Many times wives are married to husbands, but they don't all the time know their goals. They all the time don't know their visions. They don't know what their husband want to do in life. When you love him, you have to find out those things. You know, you may know his favorite color, but know some natural things about him. Know some spiritual things, especially when you're married to a man of God. You're married to a man that's saved. You know, know what he want to do in ministry. And then you support him. That's showing love. You know, people that you love, you support them. And I'm going to tell you, there are a lot of people that may support and they may, they may hear the ideas that your husband, this is for all women, you know, they may hear the ideas that your husband want to do and they may say, that's good, go forth in it. But when he hear that from his wife, you're supposed to be the biggest cheerleader that your husband has. You're supposed to be on his team. When he hear it coming from you, it does something. Yes, he can receive it from other people, but when it's, when it's coming from you, married lady, that's something just boosts him, and that just gives him an, an encouragement. Amen? So you have to make sure, you have to let him know, let him know that I believe in you, and let him know that I will support you, okay? Now, someone say, well, I can't do this with my husband. How can I minister to my husband? And he's not saved. He's not saved. Let's go to 1 Peter, the third chapter. 1 Peter, the third chapter. And let's see what the word of the Lord says. How can I minister to my husband and he's not saved? Glory to God. 1 Peter 3 and 1. It says, likewise, ye wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of the wives. Woman, you're powerful. Even if your husband is not obeying the word, the word of the Lord says by your conversation, by the way you minister to him. Conversation is not just talking. It's your behavior. It's, it's the way you prepare things for him. It's the way you cook for him. It's the way you love him. It's the way you make your presentation to him. He can be won just by you doing that. That's what the word of the Lord says. You have more power to win your husband than the word of the Lord. That's why the word of God says, if he don't obey the word, he may without the word. We're going to put the Bible up on him. We're going to put it to the side, but he can be won by the way you present yourself to him, the way you minister to him, the way you support him. He can be won by that. So this is what God is saying that in the home that we make sure that we, we do our ministry in the home. That's our first ministry. Our first minute, my first ministry, even though I'm married to an apostle, but my first ministry is not to the church. My first ministry is to him because. That's what comes first. That's what God, and he don't want us to skip over the ministry of home. And then go into something else on the church. Yes, we do have ministry in the church. But ministering to your husband. Making sure everything is good. Now, when we talk about ministry to the husband. And I know a lot of times, you know, we, we living in a time where, you know, women say, well, I'm, I don't have to do all that. Because now, you know, um, we living in a time where 
women think that it's 50 50 and I know some women have to work you know and 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 I get that but I want you to understand your ministry first is still to your husband according to the scripture okay now I'm not saying that because you were that you all might not come to an agreement and you may do certain things that he may say that you don't have to that's good but I don't want you to lose your focus okay that's good if he say you don't have to do certain things but but your ministry first is to him and you have to make sure of that so when we say we 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 love our husband um we let's go to Colossians the third chapter Colossians the third chapter when we talking about that we love our husbands you know we can't just say that um we minister to them and we love them and we're not doing it Colossians 3 and 18 say, wives, submit your own husbands as submit yourselves unto your own husbands as it is fit in the Lord. Why is it so easy to submit to the boss man on your job? Why is it so easy to submit to the brethren in the church or the pastor in the church? But it's difficult to submit to your husband. The scriptures say, submit to your own husbands. It's a reason why Paul said that because he know that we, it's, it's more easy to submit to the policeman. We'll pull over. They pull us over. Yes, sir. Just be just as humble. But what about your husband? We got to make sure that we reverence. The scriptures say reverence. Go to Ephesians. Reverence him. Submit to him. Let him be the first one that you submit to. Ephesians 5. And it says, verse 33. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife even as his, himself. This is the verse that I want to get. And the wife see that she reverenced her husband. That's love. To respect your husband. Do you reverence him? Do you respect him? I know it's not popular. When you make decisions. We're talking about ministering in your home. We're talking about this. This is ministry. Your husband. Your home. He's a part of your household. Do you reverence him when you want to do certain things? Do you give him the respect? Honey, should I do this? Should I do that? Or you just go ahead and do it? When you go somewhere, I know it's not popular. Do you just get in your car and go? He don't know where you at. He calling, trying to find out where you at. Do you leave a note or do you call him or text him and say, hey, I'm going such and such place. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. That's reference. That's respect. Oh, come on. I know it ain't popular. But I tell you what, you know, ladies, if we get back to the word of God and we get back to ministering in our home, I'm telling you, a lot of times marriages will be better. They'll be a whole lot better. But we, we skip the foundation. And you, you can't expect to have a blessed marriage if we don't go to the word of God. You may work outside of your home. I work outside of my home too. But that still don't disqualify my respect and reverence to my husband. Okay? All right. Let's go to Titus, back to Titus. See what the word of the Lord tell us. 
ministering in our home. Titus 2, verse 5, it says to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands. Let's talk about keepers at home. We're talking about the home. That's a ministry now. How do you keep your home, ladies? How do you keep your home? And that's for the married ladies and the unmarried ladies. That's for the singles. That's if you by yourself or even, even if you're home and you're living with your parents, how's your room? How's your room? How do you keep your room? How do you keep your house? Keepers, keepers at home. Are you keeping the house? And if you look that up, that means to guard the house. Keepers at home, that means you, you stand in tack with stuff. You know when paper towels are getting low. You know when the, the toilet tissue is getting low. You know when the, when the soap is getting low. You are a keeper of the house. That is your job to keep the house so you're watching things. You, you, you're watching and you're inspecting everything that come through there. You, you, you're, you're checking rooms. You're, you're checking the children. You're making sure. That's our job. Is Yes, the husband is the head of the home, but you're the keeper of the home. You're the keeper, which means because God knows that women have an instinct. And, you know, they say that women can be good investigators. You know, we can search out a thing. If we really want to know, and y'all sisters know that, if we really want to know something, we can search it, and we usually will find it out. We'll just keep searching and digging until we find out what we want. So God is saying we, he know we, we automatically have that. We're very curious, just like Eve was. We're very curious. So the Lord knows that he want to make us keep us at the home. So, so, so you're watching for stuff. You know, really and truly, you know, if, if your husband is in the home and something is going on with the children, you know, he shouldn't have to be the first one to bring that to your attention. If we keep us at home, we're watchful and we're noticing things. We're, we're no, you're noticing when, 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 when your teenage daughter get a certain age and, and she's acting out and she's getting out of character, that, that woman's instinct, we should be able to, to notice if she's trying to do certain things, if she's trying to, you know, stay in a room and not come out. We, the keepers at home, we should notice that even before the husband noticed that. Because we're keepers and we're watching we're watching what's entering in the home. We're, ins we're inspecting things. We're we, we, we inspecting our children, watching out. That's the job. So we see when God give us a ministry in our home, we see if we really do our job as ministering to our husband, ministering to our children, we'll be too tired to do anything else. Amen? Amen. So, to love their children. That's what the scriptures say, that we love our children. And I want to kind of deal with that more on tomorrow about um, loving the children. I, I, I want to kind of deal with um, today, though, I'm going to stay focused on keepers at home. Keepers at home. Um, how keepers at home, you're keeping up with their clothes. You're keeping up with your children's clothes. You're keeping up with your husband clothes. You're, you're making sure they have clean clothes. I know this ain't popular, but this is our, 
This is our job. This is our ministry. Making sure they have clean clothes. Making sure the husband is not running out of um, his personal things that he need. T-shirts, underwear, socks, and all that stuff. He's not running out. That we we make sure that stuff is clean. And it's, when he goes to his to pull it out, he got it. It's in the drawer. It's in neat. It's not scattered all over the place. Same thing with our children. Keep us at home. We making sure they got clean clothes. They don't have to come and say, Mom, I don't have no clean underwear. I don't have no clean shirt or I don't have no clean pants. I don't have no clean dress or whatever. Keepers at home. This is our ministry. And we can see the power of God will flow through your, flow through your life. And sometimes women don't want to tend to the ministry at home. They want to, you know, do everything first in the church and skip over the home and what happens is then we start having problems with marriages ladies and then we start having problems with our children because we have skipped the foundation god will even god is so awesome do you know the, the a lot of times where i'm at home and I'm doing what I should be doing, washing dishes, mopping the floor, cleaning the bathroom. And do you know that's basically the time that God will speak to me? And that's when he would deal with me when I'm making the bed or when I'm getting apostle clothes out and, and I'm doing different things. That's when God will really sometimes speak to me. Sometimes he don't just speak to me when I'm in prayer, but it's when I'm doing, when I'm being a keeper of the home, he'll speak to me because God, let me tell you, God, what he does, you know, he likes that because he's saying, I see what they do and I know they want to do church stuff, but I see they taking, they taking care of home first. And I know their schedule is real busy. So I'm going to bless her while she's at home. I'm going to bless her spiritually while she's at home doing something naturally. And I guarantee you, you try it. You try it. It's nothing, it's nothing better than praying while you're washing dishes. Praying while you're, you're dusting. Praying while you're making up the bed. Praying, you know, while you're washing clothes. Praying while you're folding clothes. God, he will grant you. I mean, he will hear you. So please don't, don't think that God will not um, deal with you when you're doing, you're ministering in your home first. That is so important, ladies. And if we can get back to that, you can see the power of God. You will see the power of God in your life like never before when you minister to that home first. I want to pray with you today, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you and we praise you today. We praise you for the word that you have given us, God. And God, we come in before you as women. And God, we have a desire to minister in our home, God. And we don't care about popularity, God, but we realize your, your word is popular to us, God. And we want to be in your word, oh God. We want you to approve us, God. We're not worrying about society and we're not worrying about social media, oh God, approving us and getting a pat on the back. God, we want you to pat us on the back. We want you to be well pleased with us, God, that we will minister in our home, oh God. We will minister to our children, oh God. We will minister to our husbands, oh God. And, and God, we will, we will put that first, God, that we will allow that because, God, we don't want to be out of order. We want to be that piece of puzzle 
that's in its proper place, God. We want to be complete in you. We want to be whole, God, in you. And we want you most of all to be pleased with us, God. We want you to say, well done. Well done, my daughter. Well done. We want you to say that, God. And God, we thank you and we give you the praise and glory in Jesus' name. We thank God for you all tuning in today. Amen. And I just pray that it was a blessing that you will go back and reevaluate some things and let your ministry be first at home to your husband and to your children. Amen. And on tomorrow, amen, if the Lord said the same, we want to go into ministering with our children. Amen. On tomorrow. And I pray, amen. God bless you on today. And thank you all for tuning in. In Jesus' name.